I'm taping this on the commemoration day of Johann Sebastian Bach, one of the most important composers in all of Western music, so I'd like to say a few words about him today. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, Senior Pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. Uh, we had to take about a week off, I guess. Uh, my family, a couple members of my family and I, came down with COVID. After all this time, it finally caught up with us. Um, I'm doing just fine, um, and I am testing negative these days, but um, the cold of it, I guess, is sort of hang on. So apologies for my voice today. Um, I am taping this on July 28th, uh, and it turns out that that's a significant day um, in the sense of being the commemoration day of Johann Sebastian Bach, who died on this day in 1750. So this is the 272nd anniversary of his death. And I just want to say um, a couple of things about Bach, who was, in fact, a Lutheran. And so we are um, inheritors of, of his tradition musically, and in part because of Bach, uh, the Lutheran Church has always valued music. Um, for my money, and this is viewed by others the same way, Bach is easily one of the greatest composers in all of Western music. He's sometimes called the fifth evangelist because his music was so powerful and so helpful in pointing us um, to God. Uh, and so, some of you, there are a number of sort of academic, um, philosophical, philosophical, excuse me, uh, arguments for the existence of God. One of the exist, uh, proofs for the existence of God is simply J.S. Bach lived, therefore God exists. He's that impressive. Um, now that said, I, one of the things I want to share with you is a few, and we could talk for a long time about Bach. He wrote more than a thousand pieces. 75% of those were written for uh, use in worship. And as I've mentioned, they are um, some of the most important works in the canon of Western music. Um, that said, he, he did not live an easy life. Uh, his parents both died when he was 10. Uh, he had to move in with some other relatives. Um, he and his first wife died unexpectedly, actually, while he was traveling. Um, between his first and second wives, he had 20 children, um, but 12 of those he had to bury at a young age. So again, very difficult living conditions. In, in Leipzig, one of the places he lived, um, he lived, get, get this, given the kind of places we live in the, the United States today, he lived in an uh, apartment that was 800 square feet. It had one unheated bathroom, and he lived there with more than a dozen people. And in the midst of that, he's composing these masterworks of music. Absolutely incredible. Uh, and then the final point I will make, the first, and this is just an indication of how sometimes we don't recognize genius when it's right in front of us. His first performance of the St. Matthew Passion, which has been called perhaps the greatest oratorio um, and one of the most ambitious and powerful works of music ever written. That's one uh, commentary on it. Another person says, it is sometimes viewed as the supreme cultural achievement of uh, all of Western civilization. On its first performance, um, the, the performance, the composition was so unappreciated uh, that following its premiere, his supervisors actually docked his pay. Un 
unbelievable, the short-sightedness of people who, again, are in the presence of genius. Anyway, despite that, as I say, he wrote more than a thousand pieces that are extant or that remain. There are probably a number of his pieces that we have lost um, through the, the centuries. But I want to just sort of, one, celebrate him and then I want to lift up two things uh, related to uh, his legacy here at St. Philip Deacon. Um, one is during the month of July, we've been doing organ concerts here at St. Philip Deacon. Uh, just yesterday, the day before I'm taping this, Craig Winchettel, our organist uh, and director of handbells, uh, was the recitalist, and he opened that performance with a piece by, of course, J.S. Bach. So um, we'll point you somehow, either in the description below or in a link here in the video, uh, to a recording of that if you want to hear it. And the other thing I'll mention is I think I've said this in another place here. Um, we have just, we're thrilled to have just hired our new director of music ministry, Sam Grace. He's actually moving up with his family to Minnesota as we tape this. Um, and I mention him in part because if you want to join him on Tuesday, August 9th, I hope I have that date correct, um, at one o'clock he's going to be doing a conversation about music and about music in the place of church and you have a chance to get to know him a little bit. Again, that's here at St. Philip the Deacon on the 9th of August um, at 1 o'clock. Uh, one final thing, I'm doing a funeral next week for a woman who was a member of this congregation for a number of years. And uh, I met with the family and we had a lovely conversation. At, at the end of the conversation, they said, you know, Tim, one of the things you should know is she really appreciated your podcasts, which was wonderful for me to hear. Um, and so might I just encourage you, if you also appreciate them, uh, not for my sake, but to help spread word of these, might, might I invite you to whatever platform you're viewing them on, like this, the, this episode or comment on it or share it with others. It's a very simple way to expand the base of these and maybe to share some of the good news we're trying to communi communicate um, through them. So again, it's good to be back with you. I hope this finds you well, and I'll look forward to being with you uh, next week. In the meantime, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.